invite your attention as we have uh, a similar series here with the saints of God to the 19th chapter of St. John is where we're going to begin. I'd like to uh, send a shout out to uh, those that are listening uh, by way of uh, uh, the technology that God has provided, you know, the means of streaming live and uh, those that are listening in other ways, uh, they are able to hear the word of God. And we'd like to send a shout-out to our church in Liberia. Uh, we're trying to work and trying to send a container over to Liberia to Pastor Anthony's church. And uh, we're believing God that he's going to make provisions and he's going to provide all that we need. Amen. Uh, to, to, to do that. And plus, he's going to give us people that's going to give us resources to get that container over there to, uh, to Africa. And uh, we're, we're excited about that. Amen. So we want to let them know that we love them and we appreciate them. And um, uh, for them to know that God is good, God's doing great work there. I don't know how many of you have a Facebook page, but you, on my Facebook page, uh, Brenda Manley, you and Dr. Manley's Facebook page, you will see some pictures of our uh, church from Liberia. They always send their Sunday services over. And they are in a process of building. They've purchased some land. And they're going to build a, a facility. Amen. All right. Now, we're going to go to the book of St. John. I think that's enough about our greetings and, and accolades and speaking to everybody. But uh, God has an interesting word. I, when he showed it to me and revealed it to me, and that's why we always uh, tell uh, our church family we want to make sure that we look up these words when we're studying. It's more to the Bible than just reading. Amen. The, uh, we study the Word of God. The, the Word of God tells us we are to, to study to show ourselves approval. Now, it's, the Word of God is not just like reading a normal book. Because sometimes when we're reading a normal book, you know, we just read the words and there's no depth. But when we're studying the Word of God, that means there's some research that has to be done. And therefore, I found some interesting, interesting things, and I got corrected, and I got rebuked by God. Amen. So as I got corrected, and as I got rebuked, then I'm going to pass it on to the church family. Amen. Amen. Because sometime or another, we all, at one point, have been guilty of, of the same thing. Father, we thank you now. We bless your name. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you just take full control. We ask, Lord God, that you just move me completely out of the way and allow the teacher to come and, and speak to your people. And God, we bind up the adversary right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you and we give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Uh, St. John chapter number 19 is where we're going to begin. And we're going to be talking about the, uh, the finished. Uh, it is finished. That's the title. It is finished. And we're going to begin in St. John chapter Number 19. Just going to try to teach today as the Holy Spirit leads. St. John chapter number 19. Uh, we know that um, when we're dealing with this particular scripture, most time it's during Easter. When uh, what man calls Easter uh, is not Easter. It's not really Easter. It's not about bunny rabbits and all that stuff. Uh, but let's begin to uh, read from verse number 17. Well, verse number 16 and John 19, St. John chapter 19, uh, beginning at verse number 16. It says, Then delivered he him therefore unto him to be crucified, and many uh, took Jesus and led him away. And he, bearing his cross, went forth into a place 
called the place of a skull, which is called in the Hebrew Golgotha. Verse 18 says, Where they crucified him and two other with him, on either side, one and Jesus in the midst. And Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross. It says, uh, and the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Verse 20 says, uh, This title then read many of the Jews, for the place where Jesus was crucified was nigh to the city. And it was written in Hebrew and Greek and in Latin. So they want to make sure all the people that were present understood what was on the writings. Verse 21 says, Then said the chief priest of the Jews to Pilate, Write not the king of the Jews, but that he said, I am king of the Jews. And, and Pilate answered, What have I written? I have written. Um, verse 23 says, Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garment and made four parts to every soldier a part, and also his coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. They said, Therefore among themselves, Let us not rend it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be, that the scripture might be fulfilled, which saith, They parted my raiment among them, and for my vesture they did cast lots. These things therefore the soldiers did. Verse 25 says, now, now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, uh, Mary, yeah. And verse 26 says, When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by, whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. And dropping down to verse number 28, it says, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I Verse 29 says, Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar, and put it upon hyssop, and put it to his mouth. Here's the key verse that we want to look at. Verse number 30. It says, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Now, as I was studying this, and, and uh, I'm one that's been taught that we, got, we have to begin to look up what these words mean. So when I looked up the word finish, and normally my mindset went to what I thought the word finish mean. Meaning to be an end, meaning to be incomplete. Um, but however, when I kept looking at the definitions, and that's one thing about the Hebrew and the Greek, they will give you several def definitions. But the definition that, that my, the Spirit allowed me to, to catch hold to was the word uh, finished, meaning to be discharged from a debt. And I said, okay, God, discharged from a debt. That word discharged, that really caught my, caught my attention. And when I thought about the word discharge, Immediately, my mind went to medical. You know how it is when you're in the hospital and they give you your discharge papers? So it was talking about being discharged from a debt. So to be discharged, and God said, Brenda, ask the people, because I'm going to ask you first. Why is it that we still say when we come to the church, we come to the hospital when you've been discharged? 
Did y'all catch it? Think about it. Think about it. In the hospital, on the medical terms, when you when you go through the process, and then they say to you, you have been discharged. That means you are no longer there in the hospital, right? And I got to thinking about that thing, and I had to repent because oftentimes people say, you know, the, the church is the hospital. That's where we, we go to get healed. Well, God's going to show us that too. Amen? Because we got corrected a whole lot of ways. Amen? Okay? So God says, now listen, that means if we're still hollering that, that the church is the hospital, that means every Wednesday night you go into the hospital. That means every Sunday you go to the hospital. Now, do y'all go to the hospital like that? And that means every Saturday when we come to praise and worship, that means we go into the hospital. And God said, you've been discharged from that. God said, you've been discharged from the debt. When you're released from the hospital, and the word discharge means to be relieved. So we've been relieved from the hospital, and we have to change the way we think in order for us to change the way we live. Because if we keep thinking that we're going to the hospital, we keep telling ourselves we're sick. Amen. Think about it. Think, think, think about it. I want you to think about it. Because I was challenged by the Holy Spirit. He said, now, Brenda, why are you going to the hospital every week? You know, we've been healed from that. God says, you've been discharged. Your debt, the debt that you have, he said, I've discharged it. He said, change your mindset. Because that means every time I come in the house, in, into the church house, coming in the fellowship, I'm coming with a sickness. No, God said, no, no, no. He said, I'm going to show you through the Word of God that you've been discharged. Some things that we're carrying, we don't have to carry. Because God has already re removed them. Okay, I see some minds wondering. Amen. Listen, I'm no longer coming up here to the hospital because God gave me my discharge papers. Amen. Cause, because, and, and see, the next thing I want to share is this. You know, we have to be careful what we receive when we go to, to the medical doctors, okay? Now, the God has them in place. I understand that. But our body has been designed to really to heal itself if we follow what we're supposed to follow. Now, I, I remember, and I, I shared this on yesterday, and I'm going to share this before we, I go to my next scripture. I remember when I went to the doctor, and I kept, you know, just couldn't keep from being in the bathroom, and I mean, just staying thirsty all the time. And so when I go, the doctor immediately tells me I'm a diabetic, Okay. Now, they didn't listen to the fact that I've been drinking soda after soda after soda after soda and everything's sweet, you know. So I'm filling my body with the wrong thing. Drinking no water, no water was in this body. <laughs> all those sodas and all that, you know, that tea and all that stuff, the sweet. And so naturally my sugar was going to be up. Now, my sugar at that time was over 300 and something. I mean, I was just so close to going into a coma. I mean, nobody knew how I was literally walking around. The doctor says to me, how are you walking around? How are you functioning? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm cool, but, you know, these other things are going on with me. So then the, next, the last time I went to the doctor, they said to me, well, uh, what we need to do, we need to test your kidneys because the medication that I have given you, it can affect your kidneys. That's a hold up. Now, I'm going, you tell me I got diabetes, and I'm taking this, this medication that's supposed to help me, but then it's going to affect another organ in my body. I said, the devil is a lie. Well, I want well, one thing, I ain't trying to come back with two, because that's what they tell I'm coming back with two. So, therefore, I said, okay, I, 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 my son-in-law, was he's a diabetic, and he was talking about he started taking his pills every other day, okay? So then, 
I started taking the medications every other day. But I was obedient. I start putting water in my body, like the body is made up of water. So I begin to give the body what it's made up of, okay? It's, it's not made up of all the other mess we put in it. So when I started doing that and, and started eating correctly, you know, and it also helped my blood pressure, because, you know, I like the pork chop and I like the bacon and like all that stuff's not good for you, right? And some of you all do too, amen. So every now and then I do get some of that. But I didn't. I was not doing it the way uh, uh, I was doing it back then. I mean, it's every week. I mean, I'm at, I'm fried all over. You know what I'm saying? Nothing about no bake. It was all about fried, and fried is good, right? But fried will kill you. Amen. So I began to do the things that my body was designed to to have in it, and 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 it come to me. Uh, it's been over three weeks, going on four weeks, and I have not taken that blood that the the, um, the diabetic medicine. I have not taken that medication. But I check my, my sugar every morning and in the afternoon, and I am below the numbers. So what is that telling me? If I do the right thing, then my body is going to do the right thing. Amen? So I'm, I'm like, okay, God, you told me I, I don't ha- I'm not supposed to have the sickness. Amen? I mean, this is something I did to me. Amen? It's not that God gave it to me. See, we got this wrong concept that sickness comes from the Lord. No, no, no. Sickness did not come from God. And the next thing, sickness didn't come from the devil either. You know what it came from? We did it. We put too much blame on the devil. Amen? All right. Now, let's go to Isaiah chapter number 53. Just want to teach this morning. Isaiah chapter number 53. Remember now, we've been discharged. We have been discharged. We're no longer in the hospital because nobody goes to the hospital every day. They're right in their own mind. Amen? All right, Isaiah chapter number 53. Isaiah chapter number 53. I mean, because when God begins to show me this, I immediately begin to receive it, what God was saying. Isaiah chapter number 53. Isaiah chapter number 53. Now, looking at verse number 4. Verse number 4 says, Surely he hath borne our griefs. Now, Remember I told you we need to look up these words and see what these words mean? Because we already have our mindset of what these words mean, right? Now, the word born there, B-O-R-N-E, that word born there, it means to lift or take away. It means to lift and it means to take away. So what is he lifting and what is he taking away? Well, let's see what he says. Surely he, talking about God, he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now, verse 5 says, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquity, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are what? Healed. Now, we are healed. With his stripes, we are healed. The word healed there in the Hebrew, it means we are cured. It means we have been made whole. Okay? So, if, and, and, and when it talks about the word grief, grief means anxiety or diseases, calamities or sickness. God says, I have lifted these things 
You know, I have cu- I have made you whole. I have cured you, and you know, and he's talking about in order to be here, he's talking about sicknesses. So we can, when we go to the next uh, uh, book, we're gonna understand God is talking about sickness. That's why he says he's I've removed these things, I've lifted these things. So why do we still have them? See, we got to change the way we think. Because immediately, automatically, we think, well, I'm we people sick. Well, how do we get there? You think about how we get, we've gotten some of the illnesses that we have, and we're going to show what the Word of God says. Amen. So we have to make sure that our mindset and our spirit has us in line with what the Word of God says. He, say, he says, I've borne our, our griefs, our sorrows. And then he comes back and he talks about even the chastisement of the peace. And then he says, we are. We are means it's already done, right? Anybody get another definition for we are? That means it's already done. We're already healed. Now, let's go to St. Matthew chapter number 8. Let's want to teach a little bit because it is finished. Because he, once he went to the cross, it's finished. It's over with. It's done. We don't understand that our mindset has to change. St. Matthew chapter number 8. Are we there? St. Matthew chapter number 8. Okay. Now, looking at verse number 14. Verse number 14. It says, and when Jesus, and, and the word Jesus, that means the power and the wisdom of God. And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his mother, his wife's mother, laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. Now, verse 16 says, And when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that was possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirit with what? Are y'all here? With his word. So if we don't know the word of God, then we can't speak to those situations that come up against us. Amen. That's why the enemy loves to keep us out of the book. If he can keep us out of the Bible, that means we don't know the word of God. See, what Satan recognizes, he recognizes the word of God. But here the word of God says that when he begins to speak, he casts out the spirits with his word. And look at the next word. And healed all that were sick. Now, when you look up the word heal here, and in Matthew, uh, when it talks about, and, um, and the New Testament is written in Greek, the word heal that means to be relieved of a disease. So we are relieved of a disease. Whatever that comes up, God has already relieved us of those sicknesses. He says here in this word, uh, and he healed, he healed all that was sick. Then, it, and understanding the word heal there means to be relieved of the disease. Because, see, we got to understand now, in the Old Testament, uh, the word heal means to be cured. It also means to be made whole. But here in the New Testament, in the Greek, it means to be relieved. Now, when you got to go to the bathroom, what you call that? I don't know why I'm using that example. You relieve yourself, right? Amen. You relieve yourself. So it does not stay with you. Amen. So... Okay, all right, well, let's, let's, let's continue. Verse 17 says this, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our what? Infirmities, and he did what? 
bear our witnesses. That word bear means to be removed. See that word bear? B-A-R-E. That word there in the Greek means to be removed. He removed our what? Sicknesses. See, see we've got to get our minds set with what the Word of God says. Amen? Yeah. Now, anybody got another definition for the word bear? Okay, that's why we, we tell you, we teach here that when you study, that you look up these words and you understand what these words mean. See, therefore, we, we tell them to, to go to the Blue Letter Bible, and I basically use Eastward. And when you look at the strong concordance, it will tell you the definition of these words. Now, the word bear means to remove. What is he removing? The Word of God says he's removing sicknesses. Amen. Have anybody ever asked God to remove a sickness they got? Or did we get to the place where we just accepted, this is what I got? You know, the devil is just thinking like, when we get in the book and we understand what God says, then we can speak his word. Because here, according to what Isaiah says, and we're going to go to Exodus 15, Exodus chapter number 15, because here he says, himself, talking about Christ, he took our infirmities and he bare our sin. He took it on. He, he, it was removed from us. He removed the sicknesses. Amen. Now, we're talking about it is finished. It's over with, and it is done. Exodus, let's go to Exodus chapter number 15. Exodus 15. Exodus 15. Exodus chapter number 15. Are we there? Amen. Are we, I should ask the question, are we all right? <laughs> because I know some of us scratching our head and like, I don't know. I've been sick all my life and I got this. Well, as long as you keep reiterating what you have, you're going to keep it. It's just like this. If we say, oh, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. Well, what happened? You're going to be broke all your life. Why? Because the Word of God says uh, the uh, life and death or death and life is in the power of the what? Tongue. So all you're doing is speaking it. You're reiterating it over and over and over. Let me tell you something. I, I used the same illustration the last two weeks about this ice cream cone. If I want this ice cream cone, if I keep thinking about that ice cream down there at McDonald's, in a little while my car is going to have the keys in it, it's going to be cranked up, I'm going to be sitting right there at McDonald's, and I'm going to have me that ice cream cone. Amen. So if we keep saying we got this, these sicknesses and we said over and over and over, we're going to have that. Amen. Same way with being broke I, I st- and, and, and poverty. Poverty is designed. It's, it's been designed. Because let me tell you something about poverty. The, the, the enemy and man will put us in a position where we, we, we have to be confined to, to certain jobs and we can only make a set amount of money. Amen. So they, in other words, they kind of govern how much you can make. Amen. They govern it. So we got, we got, we got to think. This is why I, say, I, say, I, I said to someone the other day, uh, I, I was in a place and I was talking to them. I said, well, why are there a, 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 a certain kind of people, and, and, and mostly it's poor people, uh, people that, that, that's lacking, that's dependent on the government for, for substance. I said, why are they set in one particular location? You know, and, and it's designed that way. It is, and see, we, we thank you, Holy Spirit, we don't, we don't think enough, and, and, and leaders don't preach enough to let you know, listen, you've just been set up. I mean, when you think about it, mama got a welfare, can I go down? Can I go down? Mama gets a welfare check. What does she teach her children? Have some babies and get a welfare check. Can I come, can I come up in there? Amen. 
they, see, that's what's being taught. All they know, sooner or later, you've got to come up out of that mess. You are not designed to live like that. That's not what the Word of God says. See, we got to understand what the Lord says. As long as we keep doing what man tells us, we will never come up on top. And let me tell you another thing. I don't know why we're going here either. Who, what people, who, what, what nationality people, that's uh, uh, not so much a nationality, uh, uh, what group of people are uh, always going by name brand stuff? You got beer money, but you got champagne taste. Hello. Amen. And so what do we do? We go get the name brand stuff and don't get food in the refrigerator. Now, what's wrong with that thinking? See, who making them feel rich, you know, with this name brand? Those people that can't afford it. And we allow our children to drive us crazy about name brand stuff. And then they're forced to become when they don't have the food they want to eat in the refrigerator. You've got to choose. Listen, baby, either you eat what's there. Oh, yeah, you don't wear them whatever you I'll go to somewhere consignment so if you want some name brand, they got them in there. See, we don't think. We do not think. Oh, it's, oh my God. It's been set up. It's been designed for foreign. You can never get on top. The devil is a stinking lie. Man does not control the prosperity of God. Amen. God will provide. Amen, amen. Okay, Exodus chapter number 15. Exodus chapter 15. It, it's finished, y'all. It's finished. Amen. Exodus chapter number 15. Amen. Now verse 26 says, And said, because Moses is talking here, Miriam, and they've got a whole lot of things going on. But verse 26 says, And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandment, and keep all of his statutes. Watch this latter part. I will put, what's that next word? None of these, what? Diseases upon thee which I have brought to the Egyptians. Those are the heathens. And then he says, for I am the Lord that does what? Healeth thee. I mean, he said, listen, when he called the, um, the, his chosen people out, the, the, the Israelites at, at that time, because now we're all God's chosen people, he was telling them, listen, I won't put down these sicknesses upon you. You know, but then he said, I'm the God that healeth thee. Now, let's go to Exodus uh, chapter 23. Exodus 23 and verse number 25. Because it is done. It's finished. It, it, it's finished. We just have to begin to walk in that. Amen. Exodus chapter number 23. And we're going to look at verse number 25. Verse number 25 is the verse we're going to, to look at. Amen. Exodus chapter number 23, verse 25. 25 says this. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will do what? Take what? Sickness away from the midst of thee. Now, if God, you know, he, on the cross, and, and, and Isaiah, he talks about how he, he, he bore a, a bear of sickness. And, 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 and Matthew, it talks about how he bare our, our sickness. I mean, he has removed. 
those things have been removed. So therefore, we have to, we have to follow what the Lord is saying. He said, I will take the sickness away from the midst of thee. Listen, some things that we bear, we do not have to bear. Amen. Some things we carry with us, we don't have to carry with us. God said, no. He said, let that stuff go. He says, it's over with and it is done. He said, understanding now that God says, I will lift, I will remove these sicknesses from you. And so God, he reprimanded me. Oh, he's been doing it all week long. He said, stop saying you're going to the hospital. So many people say, going to church, I'm guilty. I'm the first to say, I'm guilty. Amen. I'm going to the hospital. Well, by George, I shouldn't be going to the hospital every day. Amen. Three times a week. Amen. When God has already said he's removed those sicknesses. So if, if I can get my mind, if I can get my spirit, my mind, and my body all lined up, listen, there's a lot of things we wouldn't have to go through. And so I, I'm thinking and I, I'm praising God. Now, let's look at um, Acts. No, let's, no, no, let's look at uh, Deuteronomy, I believe, chapter number 7. I think that's where I want to go. And we, that's one, one or two more scriptures. We'll be out here early today. Acts chapter number 7. Acts 7. And, yeah, Acts chapter number 7. No, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy chapter number 7. Forgive me. I'm too excited. Deuteronomy chapter number 7. Amen. Oh, are we feeling okay? Amen. Amen. Are we getting an awakening? You know, because, you see, sometimes we're asleep. <laughs> uh -uh. But we cannot uh, do God's work with, with bodies that's not healthy. Amen. You know, because now comes a time when we're really going to have to go forth and do some things for God. Amen. Amen. Now, Deuteronomy chapter number 7, and we're going to look at the verse number 15. Are we there? All right. Verse number 15 says, And the Lord will take away from thee what? Y'all are like, y'all like scared. Y'all like you're scared. I mean, like you're afraid to hear what the Lord's saying, you know? Maybe some, maybe some folks want to keep it. Amen. Listen, don't, I don't want to keep it. I, I, I'm sending mine. You know, I'm, I'm getting in line with the word. Amen. Because here it says in 15, it says, And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt. Now, Egypt is the world, a place of limitation, which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that do what? Hate thee. In other words, God said, Listen, them folks that hate me, he said, Yeah, I'm going to put some things upon them. He said, but thing is, he said, as for you, if, if we keep his commandments, if we live by the word of God, if we trust God, God said, I'm going to take away from all these things. He, he did it on the cross. He did it on the cross. He did it on the cross. And I'm like, God, thank you. You removed my sin. Why, why am I still carrying these things? Why am I still telling myself? Okay, I'm going to the hospital this morning. In fact, y'all, this morning, Sunday morning, you know where we all came to? Since we always say it. We came where? We came up into the hospital. Waiting on our discharge papers, and we already been discharged. Now, is that, is that not a kick in the whatever? Amen. <laughs> already been discharged, and we still going up to the hospital. And he says, 
the, the discharge of a debt. I mean, our debt has been paid, not only in our salvation, but God says, listen, he says, greater works than these ye shall do. I mean, he speaks to his disciples and he tells them, I didn't give you the power to heal the sick. See, that's some folk has no clue that, that, that if, if they walk in the will of God and take on the mindset of God and understand that sickness has been removed from them on the cross through Jesus Christ, they have not a clue unless somebody tells them. Amen. It's in, and, and, and I just say this, Millerstown Tom, but you should say this too. And I like, a lot of times I like to reflect what people say. Uh, there's, there's a better way. See, a lot of times we, we say and do things and not understanding there is a better way. Listen, I, I, that medicine costs. That money looks better in my pocket. Amen. Then the CVS is going to jack up the prices and to the doctor's office that jacks up the prices. So if I follow what God says in his word, then that's money in my pocket that I can be a blessing to somebody else. Amen. So once we understand the concept of God and what his word is saying, his, I'm a, his, I, will take, I will take away. It's already done. It's already done. He did it on the cross. Now, let's look at Acts chapter 19. Acts 19. Acts chapter number 19. God, I, I thank you for your word. I, 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 I receive it. Amen. I receive God's word. I receive what he's saying. Acts chapter number 19. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, Acts chapter number 19. Now, we as the body of Christ should be in a position wherein we're able to pray. Because God says in his word, he, he, he says that if there be any sick among you, that's what his word says, right? If there be, if, if is a big word, if there be any sick among you, where is he supposed to bring them to? The elders, right? The elders of the church. You pray. Then they say, pray in the prayer of faith. And then they tell them if, if they have sinned, so their sins will be forgiven them, right? And then they will be healed. So if there's somebody that has an infirmity, you know, and if we understand what God's word, that means God can bring them to you, send those people to you as the elders of the church, and you should have a faith. Should Okay, we should both have a faith, right? If people believe in your prayer. You believe in your prayer. You believe in the power of God. Amen. So that means that if they're brought to you and you begin to pray the prayer of faith and believe in God for healing, I mean, it's going to be done. It's taken care of. So the power of God is in you. Okay. All right. Let's, let, let's, let me read Acts uh, 19, verse number 12. Amen. Am I, are we boring you all? <laughs> Amen. Just getting, getting educated a little bit. You move from that, that, that thought frame of mind. Amen. Acts chapter 9, 19, looking at verse uh, number 11. All right. It says, And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Looking at verse 12. Watch this. So that from his body were brought unto the, brought unto the sick. What did they bring to the sick? Handkerchiefs or aprons. This is brought from his body. Okay? Handkerchiefs or aprons. And the diseases did what? Departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Now, Paul is a mere man. But because of the power, see, that's where we need to spend more time with God. Amen. Now, 
trust in God even the more and watch God. I have some bracelets, and I'm going to hand them out to It's a little, little bracelet here, and it says, uh, on them it says, watch God. It, it, it's, it's a little thing here, and I brought everybody here. It says, watch God. For the past week and a half, I've been wearing this, and I'll tell you, God, I've been seeing God do some stuff. Amen. Sometimes it comes to the point where we overlook some things. But when I see my, I say, watch God, watch God for what? Watch how God shield. Watch God how He protected. Watch God how He made a, a performed a miracle. You know, watch God how He provided a means of escape. See, we have to be reminded when, when God is working, we want to see what God is doing. See, here it is now. It, the Bible talks about Him having these these handkerchiefs, and, they, and see, sometimes people can um, uh, uh, misappropriately use this. Because, you know, you got them people on them TV advantages and said, send me your money and I'll send you my handkerchief. They ain't got no kind of power. Amen. They don't have no kind of power now. Amen. And see, the fallacy is this. We have to understand, and this is what, what, what the body of Christ has not been taught. This, I said it on Wednesday. The same power, the, the preacher, the leader got up here, the same God, the same Holy Spirit, you got him in you. You, know, you don't wait. To, uh, I'm gonna wait to Sunday and ask my pastor to pray for me. No, you might be dead. You better know that you got the power. God has placed it on the inside of you. That's what the Lord has done. See, I mean, I think this is awesome. This is power. When will we get there? When will the body of Christ get there? When they can take God's word and, and release God's word and see the miracles happen. Miracles do happen. It's not in the past. No, they do, they do happen. They do happen. And um, let me see where I want to go one more place and then, then maybe, yeah. Let's go to First Peter. And I, and I promise you, this, this is the last. I, say, I promise I was just going to teach. And I want to pass this out and share it with what God has given me. First uh, Peter chapter number 2. Yeah, this is the last verse. First Peter, chapter number two. First Peter, it is finished. We've been discharged. Got our discharge papers. Our debt's been paid in full. Been paid in full. We just have to receive what God has said. Amen. First Peter, we're there. First Peter, chapter number two, and we are going to look at verse number twenty-four. Are we there? Verse 24 says, Who his own self, talking about Christ, bear, bear means to remove, our sins in his own body, on the tree that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose what stripes ye were healed. Is, is, word, is the word were a past tense? Is where the word word W E R E is that past tense. So if it says we were healed, that means it's done, right? So why are we still living in the present? And this is this is the thing that God said to me. He said, Brenda, why are you still living in the present? Still running up there to the hospital, called the church, calling the church hospital. This is where sick folk go. Jesus says what? He said, I came to seek and save those that are lost. See, when he went on that cross. The healing took by his strike. Every strike that he took, it, healing came, uh, uh, our infirmities were removed, even our, he was chastised for our peace. 
And so then I said, well, God says to me, he challenged me on this too. He said, brother, why are you in, in chaos and turmoil? He said, I've given you peace. And how many of us still don't have not received the peace of God? See, that's two kinds of peace. That's the type of peace from the world, and then that's the peace that God gives. He said, I'll give you a peace that surpasses all a man's understanding. That's when you're truly, truly, we all got to get there. At least I have. I don't know. I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak for me. No, to be in a place of peace, trusting God, so that, okay, God, I trust you. And let me tell you how simple this is in trusting God. And I'll go back to it again. I, I'm speaking for myself. We all have to get there, but I'm speaking for me. Okay? Last week, Stream Alive did not come up. We got calls. Well, why? What was happening? We're waiting to listen. And so then, uh, I think on, on Saturday, I'm, I'm pressured. I'm stressed. Okay, God, what are we going to do? You know, I know I got to go meet. You know, I, I, you know, I, different people are not going to be here. So we got to get things straight now, okay? So when we come here Saturday, you know, we, we come here. Uh, uh, Esther waiting on, on Seth. Amen. <laughs> waiting on Seth to come. So she, she's not here. And so Dr. Man in the hospital, and then the rest of us are not lead singers. You know, I thought in my mind, hello, amen. And lo and behold, as we begin to, to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to take full control, full control, the very person that used to stand right beside me that I could not even hear, amen, says, uh, I know that song, and I'm looking like, okay. Oh, can I be real? We can be real in the house, right? See, see, it's, oh, see, I can be transparent. See, that's what's wrong with the body of Christ. We don't like to be transparent. Amen? And I'm like, okay. And, uh, uh, and we were talking about what songs we need to say. Well, all the back of my mind, I had already picked out, open the eyes of my Lord, going to go back there to that CD, and we're going to play it and we're going to sing behind it. Well, by Georgia, I couldn't even find the song on the CD. So, therefore, that was not the will of God. That was something I had made up in my mind to do. And then she says, well, I know God's got a blessing. I'm like, you do? And the next thing I know, you know, they start talking, minister start playing, and she started singing. I'm like, whoa, God. See, the thing is, God will allow things to happen to bring us up out of that spirit of fear and, and, and begin to operate in, in those gifts that he's placed on the inside. So then all of a sudden, all that stuff that I had worried about, God already had it worked out. So, so, so he's saying, listen, I... There's some, he said, trust me. That's what God is saying to the body of Christ. Trust me. See, we need to learn to trust God because it's everything that we need. Some of us worry about our bills, how we're going to pay. God said, I already got it. He said, I've already taken care of us. I've already taken care. See, the thing is, God, was, God sends us resources and resources. And I'm like, God, I, I'm, I'm just amazed at the things that the Lord does. And so I'm faithful and I'm grateful. But I also use some wisdom, amen? Because there's some things that we, we, you know, we don't spend our money on, but God automatically he will send them to us free of charge. Just think about how God has been blessing us free of charge with some of the things that we have, that God has been bringing to the house. You're going to, you're going to pay some money. I mean, it just, just think about it. God said, I will provide. Stop worrying. I don't know who this is for. He said, stop worrying about it because your money don't, don't, don't meet all of them. He says, you trust me. And I will bring the resources that you need, but you've got to do the right thing with it when I bring it. Amen. Trust God. He said, trust me. It's, it's already finished. It's finished. It's finished. 
It's finished. Am I telling you go take your blood pressure medicine, all your medicine, throw it out the window? No, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you, you better, you better seek God, watch what God does, listen to the voice of God, and begin to do those things the Word of God says. And after a while, you will see that that money that you're spending on that medication, you won't even have to have. Why? Because internally your body will be, will be healed. And I think and praise God. I praise God. Because we've got to continue to believe God. And we've got to begin to fast and pray. People of God, things are going to start happening. That's why God has told us many, many, many months ago, begin to prepare, begin to put up, begin to have your little pantry. Because after a while, the stuff's going to hit the bank. Amen. You got, you got to put up. Don't spend everything that you have. Amen. You make sure you're preparing to put some things up. Because uh, this, one of the dreams that I had, and, uh, and it had to do with a loaf of bread costing $7. People were running everywhere. And I shared that dream here in church. That they, um, uh, People were panicking. They were running everywhere. I was looking for my brother. I couldn't find him. And then finally we came together. We had to get in line, stand in line. And I asked these people, I said, can I, can I break the line? Can I get some light? Get in the line. They allowed me to get in the line. There was this one store. And when I went there, everybody's in line to get bread. There was five loaves of bread there that that man had. I asked the man, could I buy bread? I bought I bought the loaves of bread. It cost seven dollars a loaf in the dream. And I remember when my brother and I we shared the bread and we went back to his home. All of a sudden, just as soon as we went in the house, went down into the basement. The storm hit, and when the storm hit, when it was over with, and when we come up out of the uh, place where we were, everything was just totally leveled. That's how bad it was. So I say, and I emphasize it again, be watchful. Make sure that we're following the will of God and doing those things God tells us to do, because hard times are coming. Amen. Amen. And don't hear that out of one ear and say, well, you know, I'll, I'll worry about that later. The difference, I'm going to share this and then I'm done. The difference between uh, the people of God that hears the warning all the time, the warning all the time, is sometimes they feel like, okay, I've heard that before. This past week, first of, first of the week, I said to a gentleman that's in a ministry that feeds lots and lots of people. He in Spartanburg. He gives out food boxes. I said to him, now... As you're giving out, you're going to have to remember, you need to put that, put back some stuff. Look at those oldest dates, and you put those dates back. You, you can continue to give out because you had that kind of surplus. I said, but you need to put some things back because down the road you're going to need them. So when I go back on yesterday, I'm seeing, and it was shown to me, where he had put about pallets of food dated 2018. Two or three days later, I mean, he received what the Word of God says. He acted upon it, and he kept telling us, so what you going to do with this? Well, you know, the, the Word of God says that, now, they're, they're saying, you know, they, and I don't like what they call me because I, I don't receive that. And the first thing they holler, well, the prophet said, no, God didn't tell me I was no prophet. He didn't tell me that. I'm just Brenda. You know, I just hear what the Lord says. But the thing is, he says, well, the prophet said, we need to put this back. Well, and that's what he, he obeyed. He did that. So, for us, many times, see, he just got it. Many of us have heard it over and over and over and over and over, right? For months, right, Chad? For months. How many of us was that obedient? 
Amen. Here he is, a total stranger. You release it to him immediately, they act upon it. So the thing is, God is saying to us, prepare ourselves. Prepare ourselves. But understand, it is finished. Amen. And we may very well deal, I don't know, Holy Spirit, we may deal with some generation curses because that's on the thing too. Amen. Whatever God says. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 We're in good timing. Amen. So we thank and we praise God for His Word. Amen. Now, can we, did we learn anything today? Amen. All right. So get in the book and begin to see what God says. Amen. Dig in those scriptures and see what the Lord says. And then act upon those scriptures. Amen. I'm thankful and I'm grateful today. I am thankful and grateful today. Now, how many people would like to have CDs? Amen. All right. One, two, three, four, five. Amen. Who's missing? Six. Ricky. Okay. Um, seven. Seven CDs because I need to give um, the lady over there with, uh, with 